0: Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things new age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have Myra Rath on with me today. She is the founder of Soul Science Hypnosis, and she's a past life regressionist therapist. And I'm just so happy to have her here and to talk all about past lives and quantum hypnosis. So thank you so much for joining me.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for reaching out.
0: So Mm -hmm. I'd like to ask you to first just tell us about yourself and what do you do? So I am
1: a certified hypnotherapist. And my specialty is spiritual hypnosis, which includes past life regression, past life regression therapy, and uh, quantum hypnosis, which allows you to go even deeper and see multiple past lives.
0: So what's the difference between past life regression and then past life regression therapy?
1: That's a great question. So with past life regression, you know, you're able to see a past life, perceive it, experience it and explore it. But what happens is some people will actually have a fear or a phobia in their current life. You don't really know why you have it. It's just there. Isn't that curious? It's like, where does it come from, right? So for instance, fear of driving, fear of flying. And sometimes these fears can surface out of nowhere, just out of the blue. And so what happens is we take you to previous lives where, well, actually they're parallel lives. They're not really a past life. It's a parallel life that is currently happening In a different timeline okay that is affecting you in this lifetime today and more often than not we can find why you have that fear of flying that fear of driving which is usually an accident you know usually it's it's something that's traumatic that bridges to your current life and just by seeing it exploring it and knowing that oh, it's over there. That's where it's coming from. It allows you to release and heal from it.
0: Okay. I just want to say I'm so excited for this episode because (laughs) as you talk, I just have so many more questions. When did you first remember your past lives and what made you realize you want to be a past life therapist? Yeah, Um, it was actually... Yeah, I, I had always
1: been into spirituality. I grew up in a very spiritual family. So that had a lot to do with it. So we were, were just very open. We were a very open family. And I just, I never really, I cannot tell you when I remembered about, I just believed in reincarnation from the moment that that word, it's like, well, what does that mean? And when they told me what it was, it was like, of course, of course that, you know, that belief was instant for me but it was a um a date with my brother he just reached out to me and said hey um i'm i'm going to the convention center they're having this whole hypnosis weekend thing that specializes in different types of hypnosis. And one of them was past life regression. And he says, Do you want to go? <laughs> and I said, of course, let's do it. And we literally spent the entire weekend being regressed by um, the instructor was Dick Sudfen. He's written many books about past life uh, regression. And um, we would just do back to back to back regressions. And I just learned so much over the weekend. And because it was sponsored by the American Board of uh, Hypnosis. They were selling the entire curriculum. And before you know it, I was signing up. (laughs) This was back in late 90s. And I was signing up for it. And um, once I completed the course, it was a matter of finding people that want to do this. And back then, Everyone was in the closet or in the dark. So it was very hard for me to work on people, find people. So I just found um, I had an idea to go into metaphysical bookstores to reach out to that very small tribe of. Of people and offer my services there. And so it was very, very slow, very, very slow back in the day. And it's nothing at all of what it is today. You know, back then, people would have a regression and see a past life, but what does that past life have to do with them today? And so the connection wasn't really there, but now it is. Now there's so much benefit. To having a session, we are all ascending and awakening, and your guides, your higher self will always show you um, lifetimes that help you today.
0: I love that. That's such an interesting story. And it also makes me wonder how many past lives do people tend to have? Because I'm sure you're doing a therapy session, you get one or two or three past lives. But in general, is there certain people and certain souls that have more past lives than others? And Mm -hmm. are you only reincarnated as human form or can you be like on another star or an animal? Like I Mm -hmm. wanna learn all about that.
1: (laughs) Yes, let's start with the first question, which is how many lives? And hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. Is it important for you to know all of them? No, no. Some of them are quick, short you're in, you're out. (laughs) Okay. Um, You just have to trust that your guidance will take you to the ones that are most important, right? It's not necessary for you to know all of them, but it it is um, such a curiosity for people. And you'll know, you'll feel the nudge when you're ready for another session. I do mine annually, you know, so there's so much to learn. Every year I learn more and more and I don't feel like the same person I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, right? We're always growing and evolving. But some people have been here less or have had less human lives, which takes you to your next question. Are we always a human? And the answer is no. Okay. Think about we are energy, right? consciousness is energy and energy wherever you look there's energy everything that is living has an energy so i've had clients that have been a tree okay i had a client once in a quantum session where you you get to see three sessions or sorry three lives one of her lifetimes she was a rock so her consciousness needed to rest You want to be a part of it, but you don't want to just be floating, doing nothing, right? How how do you learn from that? So she decided to integrate with a rock, to rest, to just be there, to be in stillness and just see people as they walk by. (laughs) Perhaps a human will sit and rest on on the rock. Everything is vibration. Everything is energy. Those are not as common um to to find but um i've had many many where you are an animal not just human and quantum is so big so yes it's not always a human on earth you have been in other realms other dimensions alternate universes other planets extraterrestrial so this is a this is a big topic <laughs> how far do you want to take this?
0: (laughs) No, I think I believe in all that stuff, like (laughs) totally dive deep into it. Um, but I had a question pop into my head while you were talking and that's, if you've never done a past life regression session, but you, is there a way to like, kind of have like a hunch or an intuitive insight about your own past life? Because I know like some people are drawn to certain times of their lives. Like I'm very drawn to Egypt, like Egyptian culture. And I actually took a DNA test and I found that my ancestors were actually Egyptian or I'm very drawn to medieval times. Like I love to watch medieval shows. And so I'm curious if that like is a indicator of a possible past life that you've had
1: huge indicator. Yes, absolutely. And it's, um, times and places, right? Um, What you're feeling, I I would say if I had a session, I can take you right to Egypt. If you're feeling it, it's something that you feel in your heart, right? And you're, you're very connected. There's almost an imprint, these imprints from these previous lives, they're within you and they really are. And it's not just times and places, it's also Smells, sounds, that can trigger a happy memory. It's like I, yeah, I often tell people some sounds that I lo- when I hear them, oh my gosh, it puts me in such a comforted, loving space.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that I had a past life in Egypt. I would love to explore that in the future because there are time zones or like places that I'm very drawn to, and I have always been, and I just had. No idea. I have watched every show on Netflix about medieval queens (laughs) and kingdoms. I don't know. I always thought about that, about how I think it actually indicates that I possibly had a past life there. But another thing I wanted to ask you is when you put people through a past life regression session and they're being hypnotized, when they come out of the session, can they remember everything? Yeah, you remember (laughs) most of it. But it really also
1: depends on the vibration of. The client. Everyone vibrates differently. And lifestyle has a lot to do with how deep you go. Most of my clients will remember the majority. And it's interesting how when you hear back your session, because they are recorded, when you hear it back, there will be, I guarantee, there will be things that you said that you don't remember. It's almost like a distant um, memory in your in your mind, it's like, I don't even remember saying that. But you do remember who you were. You can see it in your mind's eye. The moment you wake up, it's like a door that swings open and the story just comes out, right? And then slowly but surely the door starts to close. But again, you, you'll you always remember who you are. You're just gonna forget little details. Like for instance, if we regressed you and you did go into a med- medieval uh, time, I would definitely ask you, what are you wearing? Tell me what you wear on your body. And you're going to describe it to me in pretty clear detail. But a year from now, those details of what you were wearing fade like a dream. Um, So it's nice to have the recording to fall back on. You're not going to forget that you lived there and that you were there. But what you were wearing and perhaps what what your home or your dwelling looked like, um, you might forget those little details. They start to push back.
0: So you've worked as a past life regression therapist for a long time with a lot of different clients. What would you say is the most interesting past life that you've witnessed?
1: Hmm. Okay, so I get asked this question a lot and they're all so wonderful. I learn from all of them. Um, so it's really hard for me to say what are my favorites. I wouldn't say that I have favorites, but I I do have some that stand out Right, that stand out. Um, most recently, there was one about the Romanovs, the Romanov family. How um, my client, she had no clue about the Romanovs and how they were a very famous family. I had seen a documentary, and as she was telling me the story, it was so familiar personally, I knew who she was within 15 minutes. She was one of the daughters of the ruler of Russia. Okay. For many years, the Romanovs ruled Russia and their whole family was executed. All of them, the children, the mom, dad, dogs. And so I shared, you know, I share a lot of my sessions on my social media and she just did a brilliant job. She did, And when she woke up, she's like, who? <laughs> I don't know who that is. And I'm, I'm sure that she had a wonderful time discovering for herself that she was, in fact, Maria Romanoff. So as far as interesting, that was really cool. But I've regressed people that have survived the Titanic and I have sessions from their experience. I have not regressed someone that has that had died on the Titanic. Isn't that interesting because you have to think that the higher self your guides will never show you a life that you cannot handle. They don't wanna show you stuff that is that painful, right? Um, so it's interesting that when the stories of the Titanic start to, you know, uh, when they start to convey I'm on the ship, I could pretty much guarantee that they're a survivor, right? <laughs> And uh, so those are always interesting. And then really interesting are the ones from Egypt, so much that they were so evolved, so evolved for being so far in our into our past, right? Um, and then also lives as these beautiful healers that are burned and tortured. Um, At the end, which, by the way, they do leave their bodies before, you know, anything, any discomfort might, they might feel anything, you know, the, it learning about how the women were treated in those days when they were just really there to heal and help other women using natural herbs and how they were prosecuted and, you know, killed. That's terrible. So all of those, I really, really enjoy to, um, to regress because there's so much healing involved in seeing that and releasing it.
0: Wow. I had goosebumps when you were talking about the witch hunts and all of that, and also about the lives in Egypt, because I really resonate with that. And that leads me to another question that I had, and that is, do we choose our lives? And I know that's kind of a broad question, but I do somehow believe that our highest self chose everything in our lives to serve our highest good. Like we chose where we would live, what year we would be born in, what environment we would grow up in. But I guess my question is, do we choose our lives? Is that something that you agree with as well?
1: Yes, we choose our lives, we do. Um, And if this is a new concept to anyone, I highly recommend to read books from Dolores Cannon. Um, There's so much to learn from her work that she did over the course of 40 years, maybe even more. Um, She has just wonderful information that... Is coming from her clients that she is regressing into quantum uh, places, and they're 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 able to share how you choose your body, how you choose your family, and the lessons that you choose. And I myself, as a practitioner, I'm I'm also a certified uh, QHHT practitioner, which stands for Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. That is Dolores Cannon's technique. Um, It just takes your past life regression and just takes it to a whole other level, to the quantum level, which is, you you think it's far, it's hard to reach, but it's not. (laughs) Through hypnosis, you have access to so much information, wisdom, and knowledge.
0: So what is the main difference between a quantum hypnosis session and just a regular past life session? In the uh,
1: quantum QHHT sessions, you do see multiple lives and then you connect with your higher self because you're gonna be going into the deepest level of hypnosis. It's like a theta state, which is the state just before you fall asleep. And in this state, you're just, you are fully connected with your higher self. So it's quite beautiful that they choose, your your higher self chooses the lives it wants to show you. What is going to help you grow, um, connect, give you closure, understanding, they choose those like a menu. Okay. If you were to say, okay, Myra, I want to definitely try it. It's not a random life. They select it for you. What is going to help you the very best in your life today? And they know you the best. I don't, right? I am your, I am your guide for the day. And you know, if you do choose me, it's because they chose me for you. Right? And so they choose a life And I also intuitively connect to what questions they want me to ask you to help you. It's like an onion and you're sort of peeling away at the layers to get down to the core of why they're showing you this particular life. But in in QHHT, you do get to see multiple lives, two to three lives versus a past life regression. You see one. And then in the QHHT, you also connect with your higher self and you come with a list of questions to ask the higher self. I ask them for you. And you are literally channeling the answers because you are connected to your higher self. You are your higher self. And in that beautiful theta state, you're able to channel the answers. It's quite beautiful. Um. The word healing is in that acronym, Q-H-H-T, healing. And there's an amazing opportunity to connect with the higher self and allow the higher self to heal what no longer serves you. As humans, we come into this world and the mindset, we create beliefs, we, we end up with depression, anxiety, right? And we're in this loop, in this terrible loop of beliefs about ourselves and the higher self doesn't want you to be that way, right? They want you to be your highest, the highest version of who you really are. So they help to heal you. They help to heal disease. It's really, really remarkable.
0: Wow. <laughs> You're constantly giving me goosebumps. I need to I do know. my own. That's a- <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes. You know, we have a lot of past lives, but currently we're in this life. Why is it so beneficial for someone who feels that they're ready to see their past life? Why is it beneficial to see your past life in the first place? How does that serve you in the now, in the current life? It's going to explain a lot about certain traumas that you might
1: be feeling. The certain beliefs that you have now that you don't even know why you're why you feel that way. It could be from childhood, but it also can be coming from a past life. But they usually show you something that you will learn from in your past life and they need to remind you of who you really are. Because we live in a very fast paced environment. Everyone is go, 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 right. And it's like we need to spend more time turning off the noise, going within and learning because for me, I know I've had hundreds of lives and it doesn't feel like it because I'm so immersed in my current life and it it takes work. But you you need to silence the mind through practice of meditation, breath work, nature can put you in there spending time with your pets, just asking to connect. And your higher self will tap you on the shoulder. They're constantly guiding you because they know why you're here. They know the ultimate lessons that you came here for. And so they're constantly guiding you and moving you through inspiration, through creativity, through your intuition, They're always telling you, go this way, don't go that way, turn right, don't go left. It's constant and it never turns off. And to sometimes silence yourself, silence the mind and tap in, you're able to really become a part of it.
0: I don't know if this is like a concept that you resonate with or you're familiar with soul families. I know and I believe in the idea that we have a family, like our biological family in this life, but we also have the soul family that are it's certain people that are meant to walk into our lives to serve our highest good. And so my question is, does our soul family travel lives with us or do we get a new soul family in every single life?
1: Yes, we have soul groups, absolutely. And you do come, you Know who's in your soul group. Mm-hmm. If you really take an inventory of the people that you are closest to, um, you can guarantee that they're they're in your group. I also offer a um, a particular hypnosis session called Life Between Lives, and what this session does is it takes you to your most recent past life, the one you came out of before you were you. And so you get to see that one. And then it's an extension of a past life. It keeps going. Well, what happens when I transition? And so in this beautiful state of hypnosis, you travel with your soul up, up, up. Okay. You are greeted by your guides. You get to see them and talk with them. And then they will take you to your soul group. You do a life review. What did you learn from that past life? Then after that, they take you to your soul group. I spend a lot of time with my clients here because when the soul group approaches or when you approach your soul group, you're not seeing them as physical. You're seeing them as a, as an energy. And so let's just say there's a group of 22 energies right in front of you. You know that they are you know, they're they're kind of shaped like a human. <laughs> they kind of take that shape, but there's no faces. So this is where you get to start with from the one on the left side and you move across and you end up recognizing mm-hmm. that energy and who they are today on earth. So perhaps you'll look at that first one and say, "Oh my God, this is my grandfather." Right? And then you'll move on to the next one and the next one. And in this um, awareness of your soul group, it's really cool because you get to see who really is your soulmate, your real soulmate. And sometimes soulmates don't come. Sometimes they take a step back because there's something you need to learn. And that could be very sad for someone to... Say, well, why aren't you? Why didn't you come? You know, maybe you're a 65-year-old woman having a session and you see your soulmate that decided not to come to earth in that incarnation. And there are reasons for it sometimes, right? So there's so much to learn in the soul group um aspect of this, this lifetime that this session, the life between life session.
0: So when you say soulmate, are you talking about this idea that there is one other soul out there that is truly united with you. I'm getting a little confused because for some reason I thought that a soulmate meant more like just a member of your soul family that you have a tight connection with. And then there was this concept of a twin flame that is mm-hmm. your other half, you know?
1: That that does exist. Twin flames absolutely are a real thing where you, it's I, I don't believe that you see your twin flame in every life. You know, um, but a soulmate doesn't necessarily have to be husband and wife. Soulmates could be best friends, and you'll know you'll feel it, where you are like just soul sisters (laughs) since kindergarten and beyond, right? So the next life, maybe you were best friends, and then the next life, you decide to be partners, husband and wife. You change roles each time. But there is one soulmate, one particular person that you are very, very connected to. Everyone else in your soul group is still equally important. Then there are other soul groups that you connect with. Cousins, second cousins, great aunts and uncle. You know, when you think about your family, there's like 200 of them, right? Right. They're not all in your soul group. So what happens is soul groups connect with other soul groups and make these agreements saying, well, how how are we going to, how are you going to come into my life? Okay, well, I'm going to be, you know, third cousin on the father's side, you know. So remember that you're still a family, extended family, but they're not necessarily in your immediate group. So groups can connect and come together for, for lessons and um, just to, you know,
0: expand your awareness
1: of of a lifetime.
0: This leads me to another question that I've heard of, and that is, let's say you incarnated into a family and there's a lot of challenges within that family between siblings or parents. Is it possible that in a past life, you were actually enemies? And then in this life, you chose to incarnate as family to have a lot of soul growth and expansion? Is that a thing? I've seen a lot of enemies in past lives show up
1: as bosses. You know, okay, whoever's listening to this podcast, (laughs) those that have had these really awful, you know, people that they meet at work and they just, you're butting heads. Believe me, (laughs) there's reasons, okay? There's reasons. And They're there for a reason. They're either, you know, there's karma that, that, you know, you've got to trade some karma lessons that you have to kind of pay back. And which is probably another question that you'll have coming. It's like, let's talk about karma, but enemies tend to not be family members. Okay. Although I have seen in, uh, in regressing some of my clients that pretty bad ex-husband you know, that wasn't good. You know, perhaps he was um, physically abusive. They could be in your family today in a different, perhaps it's it's an abusive brother. There are many people that don't get along with their siblings, don't have relationships. They choose to just, I'm done. You know what? I'm 30 and I don't want to talk to my brother ever again. Okay, well, if they did a session, chances are that brother is showing up in a past life that will explain why there is friction today in that life, right? So it's very interesting.
0: Before we were talking a little while ago, you also mentioned the concept of soul contracts. And I know what that is, but for anyone listening who is unfamiliar with that, do you want to kind of dive into that and explain what that is? (laughs)
1: we are here to learn we are definitely here to learn and there are certain things certain um, themes that you come in to learn about and perhaps you take the role on as a caretaker right Um, perhaps you have a child that is handicapped child that's a huge contract between you and the child what does a parent learn from having a handicapped child there's so much to learn and what does that child have to learn from being handicapped right so lessons come in so many ways and there is a contract and perhaps it was the reverse in a previous life where now I want to be the one that takes care of you I want to be the one that learns all about that so it's it's just it's a karmic lesson, it doesn't have to be negative. It's really for the soul's growth. You can also come into a life um, that really teaches you patience, forgiveness. Perhaps you need to forgive you know, a friend for certain indiscretions, or perhaps you have a parent that it's pretty tough. Because we all hear stories like that, you know? And I I get questioned all the time why would I want to come back? And I say,
0: I'm sorry, but you did. (laughs) Now, what are you going to learn from it? I think it's definitely a hard concept to grasp Mm -hmm. for a lot of people that are not very in the spiritual world this idea that you came here with a choice. Like you are here during this time of expanded consciousness of everything happening around the world because your soul chose to be here. And I think that is a very daunting concept for a lot of people. And so to go deep and say, you chose your family, you chose your birthday, you chose your body, you chose everything. That is super daunting. And so if you're listening and that seems incredibly intimidating for you, I used to feel that way too. But I think understanding that is such a big blessing because then you realize that everything in your life is happening for you, not to you, because your highest, most authentic version of yourself wanted to be here, wanted to learn all these lessons, wanted to expand their soul. And so if you look at life that way, that you chose to be here and you're blessed to be here. And so this leads me to my last question for you, all about soul missions, because I firmly believe that in each lifetime, we, you know, we do the review what you were saying, and then we come back out here with a mission. What is your biggest advice for someone who is really trying to discover their purpose and their soul mission in this lifetime? Listen and trust
1: to your intuition. And I know that for many of your listeners, yes, this is going to be a huge huge ball of information (laughs) that's coming to them. And how they react to it sometimes tells how old their soul is, because a lot of it, when you hear this back or when you hear this particular um, segment, it's either going to click or it doesn't. And that tells a lot about where you are and Perhaps you are a newer soul and these are new concepts. You know, we're not here to prove anything to you. You either love the idea of this or you don't. You're not ready. But soul missions, there is a higher self in a channeling session, during a session, a higher self that told me that there are three cycles. We didn't really call it missions. It's called life cycles. And there are three that you can choose from. And once your soul decides, your higher self says, okay, this is going to be my life cycle. And they are a karmic life cycle, a clearing life cycle, or a abundant manifestation life cycle. We all know people that skate through life, right? They have everything they want. It's just life is good. And that's because in previous lives, they've been through it. And they they said, okay, I'm gonna come back to earth and I'm gonna have a life, but I'm I want money. I want a good career. I want good family. And there are people that have beautiful lives. That is abundant. Abundant isn't about money, always about money. Abundance is just having a whole life. And so we have people that come and have more restful lives. Then there's the clearing life cycle. The clearing life cycle is when you're really here to clear some trauma and let go of some of the trauma from, from past lives and see how you do. And then there's the karmic life cycle, which is almost a trade. You did this to me in the last life. Well, let's trade there's so many ways that you can spin karma, so many ways. Um, but there are definitely lessons, you know, that we come and you've got to check off all those boxes, patience, forgiveness, compassion, love. There's so many themes that you can come and learn. And until you check those all off, you may have to come back 35 lifetimes to learn forgiveness. 35. <laughs> so really, um, look at your life and see what is it that I can work on? How can I be a pet better
0: person? Cause we can all work on ourselves. There's no one that's perfect. I love it. That's such a great message. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like this was a very educational introspective conversation for me. And I feel like I definitely learned a lot And I hope that anyone listening learned a lot too and take whatever they heard today that resonates with them. So thank you again so much for joining me today and sharing your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Beautiful souls. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>